AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. Cold Drew, trying to get some work in, baby. Walking in the weight room right now. <laughs> What's going on, Big Time? Doing all right? Here you go, my brother. I'm crazy, man. I'm pushing him around like, like, like I'm his son. <laughs> How you put his on, Cold Drew? Put it on the shirt? Yeah, put it, yeah, put it on your shirt. Welcome back to Drafted. I'm Keegan-Michael Key, and you're hearing from Justin Holland and Uncle Drew, two critical people supporting Anthony Edwards' rise from unknown South Atlanta talent to potential number one pick in the NBA. Damn, bro, you ready? Fuck you, Maple, what? You want to Nah, I ain't. Life after this shit. You ready, bro? They're only six days away from the NBA draft, and the reality of the moment is starting to sink in, especially given how far Anthony has come. I think about this all the time, like, man, this motherfucker, boy. Who thought? I, I always knew it, though, when you were young, but I, I didn't think you were going to focus like you be focused. You didn't focused. think I was going to be a superstar. Hey, you, you Nobody thought I was going to be a superstar. Y'all thought I was going to be good. That's Anthony talking while he lifts weights at the gym on Godby Road, his home base for the last five years in a tough Atlanta neighborhood. You understand, Shawty, you always had... I talked to Coach Danny yesterday. He was like, Aunt, you know, I always knew you was going to be good at sports. But listen, superstar status... Aunt, you got to understand, Shawty. Listen, listen, Aunt, understand, Shawty. You were, we were young. You used to be good, bro, and you were bullshitting. In episode one, we told you about the near-impossible odds of any kid becoming an NBA lottery pick and how much more likely it was for Anthony to become a dark statistic instead. But Uncle Drew had an even more specific reason for why he didn't think Anthony would make it here. To the cusp of NBA stardom. So get what? If you stop bullshitting, the only thing, that's why I need you to cut out, bro. If you stop bullshitting and you buy in, shout you can be here. You still coming out of bullshit. Get the ball. Here we go. 
Hey, 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 one thing you can't say, I'm bullshit. Like, once, you, bro, like, once you buy in, like, man, the man, it will buy in. Don't own a problem, bro, you bought in. Their argument is about Anthony not practicing hard enough as a kid and how he wouldn't buy into the work it takes to become great and that he only tried his hardest during games. Uncle Drew was his youth football coach back then, so he had the clearest look at Anthony's shortcomings in sports. Man, got to practice late. I got school. And man, got to practice late. Got through all the running, and then come, come run down here. I said, man, see, the man too small for us on good. Oh, you that, know I used to love? That part used to make me mad, bro. I'm telling y'all, I already did pregame. Yeah, that's that's what I love. That should make me mad, bro. I'm like, the man don't get it, bro. Hey, but you can, you, you, can, you can be mad about that. I was 8, 9, 10. Why? You could be mad, though. I didn't know no better. Yes, you did. I was the best player. You did know better. You knew what you would oh. Man, you knew better, bro. You knew better, because you knew what you were doing. Man, stop. I was the best stop, player. Sean. I didn't think I needed practice. Stop acting like you was. You see the mentality you had. Anthony avoided the most grueling parts of practice, the intense hitting drills or the extra hill runs or anything that would push his limits. So, in my opinion, I call him knucklehead. He always had the skills, just the discipline part for the work ethic when we was younger. You know, one thing, if you got a kid that's a knucklehead in a good way and you put that discipline in them, you can create a monster in a positive way. So how did Anthony go from lacking the discipline and the work ethic he needed to become this laser-focused 19-year-old prodigy? Here's Uncle Drew and Anthony, still in the weight room. Be honest, you ain't think I'm going to be a basketball superstar. And of course I was... In ninth grade, you look, still ain't think I was going to be a basketball superstar. Yeah, well, of course I was banging on the football. When I came to the theory game, y'all played somebody, I'm like, I'm like, they ain't really working with them. But once I seen you play basketball, I was like, yeah, he got a shot. Of course I think you'd be dead good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I would be dead good. But you didn't think I was going to be a superstar. You can tell me, bro. Why does Anthony insist on hearing that other people doubted him? Does he use it as motivation to gain an edge? Or is he also stunned that he's defied the odds and is now being talked about as the number one pick in the NBA? I'm telling... Why the hell you think I was so close to you, y'all? You just didn't have a discipline. You just didn't have a work ethic. You looking on top of the hill waiting on your mama come say it. You know she coming. You know she finna raise hell. Come on, man. Hey, hey, one come on, bro. I'm lazy, man. The man was lazy. He just would just roll the ball out there and play. He didn't want to practice. Yeah, what? What? I come in, y'all. Y'all talking shit already. Yeah. No, yeah, you talking about me when I was. I had to let him. How the hell somebody see a superstar level? Red, the man. Let me tell you what you gotta do. Run, Red, run. You got to come get it. No, no, Joe. No, 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 no. Don't run for real. Jay, act like you want to run. You got to come push it around the field like a little baby and shit. Get what? Looking up the hill and shit, wanting mama come save him. He knew what he was doing. Anthony would dodge these extra drills and then try to convince his mommy vet to get him out of practice. I hate it. Let me tell you, I hate the thing called pregame. It's so much running. It's I used to get to practice around 15, 620. On purpose, so I know they done. I'm like, no, they no, done no, 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 get dressed super slow. No. Get dressed super slow. So get what? But I'm so good, they don't make me do that shit. So, so look, we get down with practice, we gotta run a lot again. I got down, I run the regular shit, but once when they start doing the extra shit, I'm like, man, all right, bro, I ain't doing this shit. I get what he do. He looking on top of the top. Look at mom. He knew what he was doing. Eight o'clock. By the time he started getting eight fifteen, I know my mama. I'm like, you ready to go? Well, what? They're like, 8.15, get what I'm doing. 
Get what she doing? Stand on top of the hill. <laughs> and get what she doing? Stand right on the hill just like this. She like, man. I like get that, man. Get what? One more. Hold on, man. Hold on. Counting on mom to save him didn't always work out as planned, though. My mom, she was pushing everybody. This is Anthony's older brother, Anthony, three years his elder and better known as Bubba to those closest. One time, I think Ant was having a bad day in the football game. It was a football game. He was kind of playing a little sluggish. And like halftime, she pulled him over and talked to him. Like my mom was very aggressive, I can say that, so... You didn't want to play around with my mom. <laughs> well, my mom, you didn't want to play around with her. So even to just hear her voice, it's like motivating to any one of us, any one of my siblings. If you hear her voice, you're going to want to do whatever you're doing 10 times harder. So she was the support and the motive that we actually used to drive ourselves to do what we want to do as far as sports or anything in life. She was our rock for real, man. So, yeah, that would be the main force for me and for Anthony. Uncle Drew again. Miss Mama, she babied him as far as that's my son, but when it came to competing and the sports, she didn't play that. It wasn't no baby that. It wasn't none of that. We, we had the green light to, if we want to run them 50 times, we're going to run them 50 times. Uh, she wasn't soft at all. She didn't miss no games. She did what she had to do to get him, get him to practice. She was the loudest one. She, you know, everybody knew who his mother was. She had the, the jersey on, some, some type of pair to, to let everybody know, you know, that's my baby, that was my boy. If anybody on the sidelines started talking trash, she was going to talk trash back. She was a diehard. She just loved her son. Uncle Drew and Anthony's mom both knew he needed to be pushed. And since Anthony's mother and grandmother primarily raised the kids on their own, it often fell on Uncle Drew to get on his star running back's case. Here they are in the weight room, still debating what happened back then. You knew, you knew what you were doing. Just well, I didn't need practice, though. At 8, 9, 10, nigga, see, I was so much better see, than everybody. Then the disbarred I'm talking about. And then how you to come out and practice. Great bullshit. Then how you to do? Get what? On some level, Anthony was also right. He didn't need to practice at that age. He was that much better than everyone else. Who, who y'all depended on in the game? Besides, we had a good team. Who y'all depended on you in the game? You the ace in the hole? Red. Hey, y'all little stinking ass. Hey, you to come out of that bullshit. Hey, who y'all depended on during game time? If, if, if rain ain't working, tone ain't working, who y'all giving the ball to? Remember that game we played in the snow? What come tell me to do? And I'm going to run your way air play. What I do? To the house, 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 to the house. I get what, you still want this one? That foresight game. I, I'm gonna give you a ball every time. You remember no orange that green listen, uniform? Listen, time out, so why this? Eight touchdowns, so, to the house, to so the house, red, so to the house, to the house. Reliving those touchdowns proves his point. What kind of kid scores eight touchdowns in a game without practicing hard? The difference is Uncle Drew wasn't worried about Anthony's success as a nine-year-old football player. He wanted to instill the discipline and work ethic for when Ant got older and other kids' physical abilities caught up, especially before it became too late. So you done? I got it. Understand that, but there are certain things. You bought in. I didn't buy in the You bought in being good. You bought in the guy that I want to get better. I, I want. I, this is what I want to be. You bought into that. I bought in that there in ninth grade. And I wanted to be be a NBA player. That's just. I bought in it in ninth grade. But you weren't working like that, though. No, I was. I'm sorry. You tripping. I just, before I start picking up maybe the page, I said, bro, when you was in high school, you was going harder than that. Well, maybe 10th grade. Maybe 10th grade, then I'm going. I'm 10th grade. 9th grade? 10th grade, bro. I'll start working hard. The focus and work ethic emerged in ninth grade, when Anthony's entire life changed forever.
We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Here's Justin Holland again. I was a recreation coordinator, so I worked at the rec center in, a, in pretty much a low-income neighborhood. The rec center he's talking about is the gym at Godby Road in South Atlanta, the one that's played such an important role in Anthony's story. I have a passion for just kids and, and, and the youth, especially the kids that grew up in, in our communities that they really need guidance, structure, and somebody just to be there for them, even if it's just for some advice, even if it's just, even as hell, even if it's just a hug, you know. Kids need those type of people around them. When I met him, um, he had just lost his mom and his grandma within six months of each other. Anthony's grandmother, Shirley, was someone he described as their family backbone. He once said she would help pay the bills, keep the lights on when they didn't have the money that she would always come through in their time of need. Grandma Shirley had been battling cancer for years when her daughter, Anthony's mom, Yvette, lost her own fight with the disease. Only a few months later, Shirley passed too. Shortly after that, Justin first met Anthony. That was even a part of the introduction of my buddy Eric, who brought him to me. He was just kind of like this kid, like he just needs somebody good in his life. And I, and I know you're a good person. I know you'll help him on the basketball court. And like I said, he's special, just not on the court. And I, I think I tell him this all the time as well, because I think if I was dealt the same cards that he was dealt, I, I, I no doubt in my mind, I wouldn't be in the position that he's in right now. Like I, I would be a statistic because it's so easy to be a statistic. And losing, you know, losing, losing his, his mom and grandma so young and and his brothers and sister being so young and just kind of being left to figure it out. You know, that's something that, that's really hard. And I just kind of wanted to present myself as stability. If you need anything from me, I'm, I'm always here for you regardless of what it is. 
And um, like I said, I, I, like I'll always be your stability, whether you need it or not. And being that like that mentor and just being available to give insight and information to throughout life, just for life, because, you know, life is just so much more than basketball. Because one thing I understand, like the basketball eventually stops bouncing and it's who you become after that. Justin entered Anthony's life at a critical moment when he was just an eighth grade kid, 14 years old, facing the loss of the two most important people in his life, both to cancer, both within six months. Here's Anthony's older brother, Anthony, about their relationship with his mom and grandmother. My grandma, she's she's very caring, so she doesn't like to yell a lot. So she was more of the calm motivator. That's what I would call her, the calm motivator. Laid back, motivating type. Like she would, she would like give you a speech or something, like pull you to the side and, and talk to you. Very loving person though. And then there was his mom. Basically, him and my mom was like best friends. We all were best friends with my mom, and she was always our person that picked us up when we needed a shoulder to lean on, a shoulder to cry on, anything like that. She basically supported us throughout anything we wanted to do or we believed that we could do. So those were our two queens right there. His mom and grandmother pushed and pulled and carried the entire family through life. The impact of their loss goes beyond saying goodbye to the two people Anthony loved most. His whole life was upended since they were also his caretakers. Suddenly, Anthony and his siblings were on their own. Here's Justin again. They've always kind of been a close-knit family. And they're still, to this day, they're still really close. But like I said, at, at the time that I met him and his mom and grandma passed, they were, they, they all were young. Like they were, I think uh, his older brother Antoine may have been, what, 20, 21? His, older brother, his oldest brother was 21. So, so they all were so young. So I think just as a community as a whole, I think everybody kind of came together and just helped everybody out and, and kept everybody focused and, and definitely kept, and kept them even closer. Anthony internalized everything he was thinking or feeling. He could only watch as his former reality collapsed around him. Here again is Uncle Drew. He never, not one time, not one time, uh, even the day of the funeral, we, we were sitting in the church and stuff, uh, you know, I was sitting in my seat. He came walking in with his siblings. He he held it together. He didn't. He didn't. You know, he didn't break down. If he would have, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Everybody deal with deal different. But he, he held it together. Even that day when you know he's 13, 14 years old. You know, I always just ask myself like, that day came the past of his mother. I just kind of sat back and I would like, would ask myself like, who really gonna step up right now? Who really gonna do what they gotta do for their kids? Despite having his own family and kids to raise. Uncle Drew felt an obligation to get involved. You know, I think it's, uh, his mother had so much respect for me, just knowing that I was there for the best interest of him. She would text me sometimes. She would send me a long text message just saying, you know, thank you, Coach Drew, for doing this, blah, 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 that. And that right there just, that was all the validation I needed to step up and do what I had to do. So I'm going to make it happen. You need, you need this in your pocket. You need shoes. You need a TV. It, it was nothing. It was just like I said. The only way I could have got through, I had to treat him like he wanted mine. I had to. That's the only way I could do it. You, fuck it, you go get your shit, go. I'm coming to get your clothes, you come and stay with me. He didn't, he didn't push back at all, I, you know, he needed that. I'm gonna give you space, because I know how to deal with you. I ain't gonna be your space, I ain't finna be, I ain't finna play that role like I'm your daddy. I'm just a person that respect you, respect me, it's just, it's just tough love. It is what, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I told your mom I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Point blank. Anthony split time between his siblings and Uncle Drew. 
sometimes staying for long stretches at his old coach's house. Deep down inside, I kind of felt like it was my duty to do what I had to do to, to beat up on because you got to have somebody. You got to have somebody there that don't want nothing for you, just genuine love. You know, I want to see the kid be great. I want to see him make it. Like I say, it wasn't no secret. I treat him just like he one of my own. If I had to get on his ass, if I had to beat up for him, if I had to do what I had to do, I would do So I always felt like I was his, I was his ace in the hole. And he kind of knew that too. That relationship and their dynamic is still the same in many ways. Even now, as they continue lifting in the weight room and get into another heated back and forth. I think he wants you to be like, I'll bring in my own water. Drew has just called out Anthony, or getting on his ass, as he calls it. They're arguing over water, specifically that Anthony doesn't want to drink it. But that isn't what it's really about at all. The way married couples fight about dinner when they actually are upset about something else entirely. I said, yo, I got some dinner. Watch how this shit play out. Hey, man, I'll never listen to you. Hey, yo, hey, you asked me how I got this kid said, you got some water. I said, no, nah, I just got Gatorade. If you got water, just give me the water. Nah, I think he wants you to show the initiative to bring your own water. No, 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 but, 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 but. You got to do that. You got to show, but wait. Oh, you got something to say, you got one for me? Because you don't want to drink it. No, if you ask, why don't you just give it to me? Motherfucker. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm never going to that. Oh, you no, got the water for me? You know, I got the water. Just like I got the fucking protein drink. I got But I'm never going to ask somebody, oh, you got the water for me? Who the fuck is somebody? Yeah, I got the water. I got what you need. But, 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 but my point is, I never had to ask you, you just give it to me. Do I ever ask? I, I don't know that I do. Right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, I've never asked, hey, Drew, you got some water for me? You just give me the water. Yeah. Drew, you got protein juice? No, you just give me protein juice. Right. And drink protein juice. Right. And here goes some water I got. Yeah. Like, if I bring if I, if I, if I bring your $1,000, I'm going you, you gonna say, hey, you got that $1,000 for me? No. Get what I'm saying? I don't know, ask for no money. You got to put no gifts, okay? What? Exactly. And you know, I got whatever you need to get out of here. Exactly. Come on. So what we talking about? That's what I'm telling bro. So what the fuck we talking about? What are we talking about? Hey, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Look, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Hey, listen. Listen. He know. He know. He know. Like I told him before anybody in this bitch. Listen. I'm the secret weapon. He don't even know it. They don't ask me for this is what they're really fighting about. Drew feeling like Anthony isn't relying on him enough. Not asking for help with the most important issues, especially as Anthony's whole life is about to change. I'm listen, I'm talking about civil life growing up being a man shit. It didn't mean nothing about that. Hey, 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 what, 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 what? Hey, when I came here today and said, hey, I'm gonna get my, my paperwork sent to the P.O. box. I mean, give me a P.O. box. I want the boy saying about that too, the P.O. box. I, I ain't telling him over the morning, I'm about that yesterday. Cindy, I'm just listen, you gotta keep an eye on everybody, and I'm telling you. Hey, well, I told I said, 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 from now, I went up to him, I said, now, everything that I do, I'm gonna get it sent to my P.O. box. In 10 days? I'm telling you, traders don't know what's coming. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's coming in 10 days is somewhere between six and eight million dollars a year, along with fame and immense pressure. Because in 10 days, Anthony will become a top pick in the NBA. He'll be moving to his new city and starting his new professional life with his new team. His entire reality will be turned upside down once again, hopefully this time for the better. But Uncle Drew still sees a teenage kid who needs his help who doesn't know how to avoid the pitfalls that likely await him. He still needs those same people that were there for him before. He got his circle now, he put it together. He know who there for the love and he know who there for the for the fame and all that. So I'm just gonna continue to bust his ass. Ain't nothing gonna change with me. Cause I don't want nothing from him but for him to be successful. So uh, I feel like it was my duty to, to do all I had to do to, to be there for him and just make sure he succeed no matter what he did in life. Basketball, even if he want to go if you want to go to the military, if you want to just be a regular person working nine to five, I just feel like I had to be there for him. I used to tell the mom, no matter what, I'm going to make sure he get there. You know what I mean? I, I make a promise. I do what I got to do to, to get him there. And like I said, he never knew this. Uncle Drew made a vow to Yvette that he would be there, that he'd help Anthony, the young football star, with his pads or rides to practice or with a place to sleep over. And a promise that years later, he'd still be in the weight room, trying to warn Anthony, the teenage basketball star, about the dangers of money and fame lurking around the corner. Of course he knew it now, but that's why I just went so hard for him, just seeing the pain that he went through. He never broke, he never, you know, he never he never made an excuse, never. Man, I lost my mama, I lost my grandmama, why me, why this, why this, never, 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 never. He just locked in. But once they passed, he took that, that discipline and just put, he put everything he had into it and he see what happened. He put everything he had into it. Anthony's work ethic and determination changed after that life-defining loss. He found the discipline because, like Uncle Drew, he made a promise. He was no longer just playing a game or just playing for Anthony. Coming from somebody who's, you know, lost a parent, especially your mom, it's just things you have to focus on outside of, you know, yourself. 
another of Anthony's coaches and a trusted friend, Rob Allen. You're going to be hurt, but you have to know that those people, that they looked out for you and they want to see you do great. So the main thing for you is continuing that legacy. So each and every day when I do something or I help, I help somebody or, or I'm doing something, I'm thinking of my mom because I know how she was. She was a giver and a helper. So I think Aunt knows that as well, that his grandmother and his mama and his mother, you know, they were people that like to help other people and they always wanted him to keep going. So uh, you just had to focus on something bigger than yourself. It became something much bigger than only Anthony Edwards. That tragic passing of his mother and grandmother also changed the lives of those around him. Justin Holland again. Knowing everything that, he, that he's you know, been through and, and goes through, he always had a smile on his face, like regardless of what was going on. I, I don't think I've ever really seen him like upset or angry and, and not with a smile on his face. And anybody that's dealt with you know, the level of trauma that that kid has gone through, but can always find a reason to smile and find and find the brightness in any situation. You know, anything that I'm going through, I go, I ever go through is minor, and I always keep that with me. And I feel like he channeled a lot of his frustrations in, into the game of basketball. And I, I know a lot of his passion and will definitely comes from you know his mom and grandma, no doubt about it. He definitely plays for them, but he, he gives it all, and that may be a reason why. I learned a lot from him too. That's Uncle Drew. Just seeing how he dealt with it too. I kind of learned a lot from him. If he can maintain, if he can hold it, if he can keep it composure and continue to live his life and do what he got to do, nobody really should make no excuses either. You know, so that's why I always, when he needed me to do something, he needed me to you know, come through for him, I never made no excuses. I don't, I don't care what I had going on. I could have been out of town. I could have been out kicking it in the streets. If he called me, if he would have texted me, I would deal for him. So I just always felt like I had to be the ace in the hole for him, no matter what. Because like I say, he never made no excuses. He never wanted nobody to feel sorry for him. He never would come and crown about his shoulder and say, why me, why me, why me? He never, he was just different like that. He just, he just never, he, just, he never used that for an excuse. He used that for motivation, you know? So I really, really, really respect him for that. He just, I couldn't imagine, you know, losing my, my mom and my grandma at the age of 13, 14. And I'm telling you, it, I think it just, it just pushed him to another level. It, it just really just pushed him to another level. It, it just pushed him to another level. Anthony never really talked about what happened, not to Uncle Drew, or with Justin, or any of those closest to him. Not even to his siblings after the funerals. One of the only things he said was, I'm going to make them proud. I feel like any person, any human being that's been through what I've been through at the age of 14, 14, 15, if, if, if you can get through that and just, you know, cope with yourself, shouldn't nobody or anything be able to, you know, make you mad. Like, can't nothing change my smile. You can't do nothing to, to me to make my smile go away. My mom and grandma, they always happy, so I make sure I'm always happy. Yeah, I ain't never seen them when they wasn't happy. Like, even when they was here, they was always happy. So I just make sure I'm always got a smile on my face to represent them. As a devastated kid, he kept all the hurt and pain inside, using it as fuel to excel on the court. Now, he makes the choice to carry with him all the happiness his mother and grandmother have inspired. You can take my basketball career away, all, everything, fame, everything, but you can't take my happiness away, so I feel like that's the only thing they, they left me here with, yeah. Next, on Drafted. 
you guys have anything specific you're looking for? I can check our inventory level if you want. Nah, not, not yet. Not yet. Just, yeah, trying to complete an outfit. I think the attention to detail for Tyrese is exceptional. But as soon as I step on the court with these guys that are in the NBA or in whatever position they are, I feel perfectly fine. I feel like this is where I belong. Let's talk about some things that people don't talk about. Let's talk about the manipulation because you're actually are attempting to take their job. But it is time to exit LA, start the new journey, man. This kid is a superstar person. And when you got that, times his work ethic, times his skill set, times his, man, it's dangerous, bro. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. The executive producers are Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, Eric Salat, Sean Titone, El Key, and me, Keegan-Michael Key. The series is produced and written by Eric Weiner. Jared Brom is our coordinating producer. Trey McCain is our associate producer. Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer. Mixed and edited by Steven Johnson. Additional production help from Tim Schauer, June Rosen, and Haley Mandelberg. For transcripts of the show and more information on Drafted, go to treefort.fm. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.